Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. We're only going to review Homefront. We're not going to do both of them. That's going to be difficult. (laughs) Well, it's going to be difficult, yes, but I mean, it is two separate episodes, right? Or do you guys want to do both of them or... I'm down for doing both of them because I think like when you have a a story that's this long that basically is just one continuous thing, I think it's difficult to talk about just one because I don't even remember where the first one ends, to be honest. Like we just kept watching. Yeah, I mean, it kind of ends where they start beaming in the streets. Beaming in the streets? But, uh, you know, it it is like one continuous story. All right, yeah. so I guess we could do the whole thing then if you want. Beaming up to you guys. in the streets. Beaming only in the streets. <laughs> I don't need for money. Beaming in the streets. You uh, don't know me, but I'm a changeling. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I wish I could do a Michael McDonald. It's a good impersonation. I'm sure you could. Yeah, just, it's, it's just really not hard. Yeah, it's not like the ones we're there's, doing are good. There's no wrong answers on this test. Yeah. <laughs> All you need is a good falsetto. You just have to sing like with your mouth closed, but just fill your mouth with air. (laughs) Oh, you. Now there are, I will say there are better and lacking Michael McDonald's, but yeah, it's pretty easy. Just, just do it. Do it. No, no, I'm not doing it now. That's fine. Maybe bring it up later. I'll practice it and then, then I'll come back to you later all right so i'll just i'll spring it on you one day one day we'll do a whole episode where we all talk in michael mcdonald voice (laughs) (laughs) i'm in (laughs) that needs to be on the wheel of uh, voyager you can end up with a a two-game suspension if you're not careful because people hate voices apparently Uh, they can't suspend me (laughs) they suspended the commissioner what the hell they can't suspend me So, uh, spend my pants. Spend my pants. Uh, this is episode 282. Holy shit. I yeah. know. Deep Space Nine, season four, episode 11, I think. It's called Homefront. It's a two part episode. What's the second part called? Paradise Lost. Good titles. Um, so, yeah, so this is a two parter, and shit just jumps off, son. At first, when this episode starts, you think it might be like a wacky episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have... Dax is, Dax is pranking Odo. Yeah. Oh, that wacky Dax. Yep. Yeah. That, He's always up to tricks. She's always tricking somebody, doing something wacky. And they're it even just talking seems... about uh, the, the, the beard. Yeah. They even mentioned the beard, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, we're already, what... 10 episodes, 11 episodes into the season. It's like, now you're talking about the beard. <laughs> I've had this thing for 10 episodes and you're just now noticing old I man. didn't hear you say anything when it was on your pussy. Or <laughs> 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 your balls. Your worm doesn't seem to mind. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay, since we brought up the worm already, I told my wife yesterday that when you bang a trill, you're actually face-fucking the worm. And Stephanie's response was gross. And then the second thing she said was, is it consensual? Like, is the worm into it? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, okay, well, so the, the personality. Well, as long as you're not raping the host. No, yeah. no, but what I'm saying is, so like, if, <laughs> but what if the worm's like, no, nah, man, I'm not cool with this, no, nah, because the host is doing what the host wants, right? Like, no. It, so they act. It's a, it's a, it's a, co- a symbiotic okay. right. relationship. It's not like, uh, it's not like uh, Peter Parker and Venom, you know, okay. or the, the symbiote. Yeah. It's like Eddie Brock and the symbiote, you know, they're okay. on the same All team, right. on the same All wavelength. Right. I'm just making sure, man, because that was her question. I was like, I don't know. I'll have to ask. So, okay. Yep. All right. So, they're all working in tandem here. Yep. All right. Next question. All right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, gentleman in the back with a kilt. You have a question. <gasps> Shut up. I hate all of you guys. I can't believe I missed Kilt Guy again. Oh, my God. Cash grab. I, I, I was Cash grab. because we, we've talked so much shit about him in the past that when I saw him, I was like, oh, my God. I went and hid by Jenny's table. Yeah. He hid behind me. Yeah, you know what, Ben? That's that's a real wrestling move right there. <gasps> so, so then, could you hear him like overturning other displays no! in the in the exhibit hall? Where is he? Where's McCormick? That's he's probably hiding behind this cash wall. <laughs> <laughs> but we had um, and then all of a sudden, man, Cap'n gets a emergency call to ops. Yeah, well, all this time. They're like looking out the window at the, the wormhole. Right. The wormhole. It keeps opening and closing. Well, yeah, and, and why is it just this this perpetual just you know gaping, opening, and closing of the wormhole? Teasing, baby. Because someone me. Someone's oh, hit my wormhole. Someone's hitting it in the right spot, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> they lost control of it. On the it? other Ooh. side of the wormhole Ooh. from the gamma quadrant. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's just straight mashing. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, we're in the smush quadrant? <laughs> the smush quadrant, baby. It's on a Papa Jack. The ball's deep in the wormhole right now, baby. Can't take it no more. How you like that, Profits? She's losing control of her functions. <laughs> Gonna get fisted. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so there's some strange stuff going on. And then all of a sudden, there's a, a call about 27 people getting killed. Now, okay, I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. Did, okay, so the bombing happened, right? Yep. And then the wormhole was going nuts, right? Yeah. Yep. So does that mean that were both things planned? Or was was the bombing actually the, the the trick of the changelings? If that makes sense. Oh, that's a good question. Because, like, okay, because I mean, without like, there's really no way to answer it without talking about what happens in the second episode. <laughs> okay, well, but I mean, it's just but, okay because you come to find like you go through all this rigmarole and yada yada yada. I, but I don't feel like we're getting right to it in like the first four minutes. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Can you avoid it. <laughs> I guess you really just yada yada the entire two episodes. <laughs> can I can I just can I just put a pin in it and we'll come back to it later? Okay, let's do that then. Yeah, because I know it's a valid question. Yeah, because and I just thought of it. Like, wait a minute, the timing is off for that. Yeah. Right. Okay. We see what it is is that light. Oh, motherfuckers! Light takes longer to travel. Don't give me that shit, Ben. I'm not in the mood for that shit, Ben McCormick. Don't be making up. Don't be making up no tracking knees on me, baby. Ain't no time for that. I, I got nothing. <laughs> so then, Dennis, what else happens? Because I just don't want to talk the whole time. All right. 
So yeah, so I believe this happened at nine eleven, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, that was in the what, morning. Well, no, that yeah, it, it actually because he said go back to timestamp blah 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 uh, five nine eleven. So nine eleven. Did he really? In, no way! I swear to God, nine eleven is the last two digit or the last. Get two the digit. hell out of here! It was. I do remember the last two being eleven. The first it, time they rewind it's, it, it's all right. Something something five nine eleven. Now I got to go back and watch it. <laughs> I, I yeah, promise. You forgotten because <laughs> we almost uh, <laughs> we, we almost stopped and went back on this because it was like wait what did he say but uh, yeah i mean this is honestly the first time i've watched it since i guess the last time i watched this was before 9-11 and i've only so it meant nothing to you then yeah and so i i i you know looking back at it you know since then and i've referred to this episode multiple multiple times i gotta watch it i think he's right i think he's right Jenny, you watched it with him. Did you guys mm-hmm. notice this is why you're watching it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. So then why didn't they bleep it out like they do with the Biggie song where he mentions 9-11? <laughs> because this is Star Trek, and that's the whole purpose. of This is the 9-11 episode. But I'm right. just saying, why don't they bleep Wait, it out Biggie, like Biggie? Biggie has a song where he mentioned 9-11? Yeah, he says in, um, uh, in Juicy. This conspiracy goes deep, man. Biggie was Biggie, in on 9-11. No, no, Dennis, uh, no. The writers no, of no, Star Trek DS9. Ronald D. Moore was in on 9-11. Dennis, oh. we can get sued for that. I got to take that out. <laughs> no, you don't. But my point being is Biggie in Juicy says, like, blow up like the world trade, and they take that part oh. out of the song. Oh, really? That's yeah. dumb. So that that's happened so in 93. Cool. I know, but I'm just saying, they just take it out because they feel it's insensitive or whatever to the actual oh, yeah. events of the of our time so it wasn't insensitive to the people in 1993 but well i mean nothing really bad happened in 93 i mean it just an explosion. i think like i think a few people died and not not three thousand no it was a little yeah. less than that yeah <laughs> yeah it was significantly less the building was still there if you like count a, by if you count by ten thousands it was essentially the same number of people <laughs> no <Dennis. laughs> it, 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 i mean it's That's more awful. scale to the, the federation terrorist attack here there were yeah. six deaths yeah see if they made this episode after 9-11 so this, they'd have to bump the number up because 27 now i mean it's well, no. it's obviously terrible that happens at the average school I know. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say it. No, I, I almost said it, but I didn't want to. I'm well, no, but here's Jenny. the thing, though. It's, it's, <laughs> the, I'm an asshole mode this week. Sorry. The, 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 I was going to say, yeah, that's just like a school shooting, a run-of-the-mill school shooting. <laughs> oh, I'm not making light of it. I'm just At saying least, that. You know what? Ba- scaled that's that's how bad things are now. Yeah. That, yeah. that number doesn't shock us the way that it should. Well, no, but that's the thing is that it, it does shock them, and, and we're supposed to take – from their reaction, how shocked they are that 27, because they say this is the worst terrorist attack on earth but, in over a hundred years. Yeah. yeah, but if the, because when did this uh, come out? 93. Uh, no, it's been 96. January 1st, 1996. We were going to, I was going to get there eventually. So, yeah. <laughs> At that time, up. 27 people dying in a single incident in the United States or, you know, in the Western world or whatever would be a pretty shocking thing. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's even, before Columbine even. Yeah, I was going to see because yeah. I was in Japan when that happened. 
It's it's weird because are you trying to establish an alibi or something? <laughs> I was in Japan when that happened. No, I, I got yelled at by an officer for that. So. There's two on my side. Dennis and Jenny are on top of each other, and you guys are yeah. going hog wild with this. And Ben and I both are on the same side, just faces of regret. Like, no, God, why, why won't they stop? <laughs> Like no, we're, di- we're diagonal on my, my screen. Okay, so. yeah. Ben and I are on top of each other. Yeah, and on mine, uh, Bob and I are next to each yeah. other. And then below us, uh, Dennis so, is under Bob. And so, me. so you got and yours, Ben, you guys had the moral high ground. Yes, <laughs> yes. We're and, wallowing and in the dirt. I'm, I'm, I'm obligated to do the... the that's the, what I was doing, too. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so on my screen, it's the right side is going, oh, man. The left side's like... Yeah. <laughs> the left side doesn't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, whatever. It's cool. I, I dig it. But now I understand <laughs> the reaction is because to establish that this hasn't happened in 27 years, but it's red alert at your apartment. You might want to do something. Yeah, no <laughs> 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 My phone is going off too. To I'm establish like, that it's 27, 27 doesn't seem like a lot now. And that's, that's very sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's very sad. The world that we live in right now where 27 people in 2018 is like oh that's so it wasn't so bad that's a wednesday you know yeah no we hear 27 and we think oh thank god it wasn't worse i when i hear 27 i just go please don't be a muslim guy please don't be a muslim guy please don't be a muslim guy and a lot of the times it's not and i'm very excited because then it's just a mental health issue and i'm like woo. yeah because we all know all muslims have perfect mental health It's Allah, man. Allah's all powerful. That's right. Yeah. And white people definitely don't do anything no. religious based. No. no. There's got to be something wrong with them when they just, go crazy I mean, like that. They're just on medication that makes them act weird. Yeah. And they they're just, just need to get laid. Misunderstood. Yeah, they just need to get laid. You know, That's the new one that I don't They get. always seem Stacey like such a great neighbor. Yeah. Grade. yeah. When Stacy said no in 10th grade, it set off this chain of events. Yeah. So, I mean, women should put out more and stop friend zoning. That was the thing in um, yeah. in, in, in Canada. Yeah. yeah, the guy was like, well, because chicks said no to him. Like, that's fucking life, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. and why you got to just kill yourself? Why are you going to take it out on the ladies? <laughs> well, I mean, now, it's, now it's our turn on this side to go, oh, no. When I was in school, when I was a kid, and too many chicks told you no, you had the, the, the decency to fucking go suck off that 12-gauge. Yeah. Not fucking hurt anybody. Well, you know what you did? If the hot chicks said, if the hot girls said no, you found the ugly ones. And then they said yes. And then you had some practice girls. You see? <laughs> That's how I get laid. <laughs> Jenny's a practice girl. <laughs> but I mean, come on. You don't go running people over in the street just because you're a loser. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You fucking you know, we, probably, we probably should just start all over. You fucking suck <laughs> it up and you settle. Like every- Delete all this and start over. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> just kidding. Now, this is dork track. <laughs> I know. know. It's, it's not always dicks and cunts. Some, some weeks it's... Uh, Sometimes it's... Uh, school shootings and suicide. Shockingly abhorrent. But I'm just saying, man, you know I'm right. If you fucking can't get laid, then shoot yourself. That's the... You know, don't go... No, shoot don't, don't shoot no, no. What I'm saying is just don't Drown take- yourself. Don't take it out. It's your fault. It's not. I hear drowning is like a very euphoric way to go. That sounds awful. Just just kill yourself while masturbating with the belt. Other than fire, water is like one of the the worst uh, ways. Coming and going. Coming while you're going. 
<laughs> I, I, I prefer to, to, to like use my bathrobe. Oh, Anthony Bourdain. Pinch up and, and go for it while. Uh... Anthony Bourdain, dude. Come on. Everybody loves Anthony Bourdain now. Apparently. <laughs> Wait, did, did he uh, Carradine himself? Yeah. No, no he didn't no. Carradine himself. He just hung himself. Yeah. This was. This I, was I sure. prefer the Carradine. Carradine was an accident. Mm. Ben, what are you watching? What's going on behind you? <laughs> There's like some smooching and some bare chested dudes. And what is happening back there? What are you watching? Are you watching Smuggler's Blues? No, I'm. Uh, Stockings, bro. Stockings. Stockings. I think it is. Oh my God. I can't wait. It's so hot. <laughs> A little something for the Patreons. Oh, look at that. That's a girl's butt silk stockings. Silk stockings. Wow, that was on network TV. That was on USA. Yeah. Oh, really? It was oh, on okay. cable. Yeah. Basic nice. cable, but cable nonetheless. But uh, this always happens when we have a wonderful episode of Star Trek. We don't talk about, talk the, about the episode of Star yeah. Trek. Because it's like what there's been probably scholars that have spoken about the the impact of this episode and the and the heaviness of it all, and we're just this talking episode, about silk stockings. Whenever I I talk about how predictive DS Nine was of, of the next twenty years, and how scary accurate it was with so many things, I'm generally speaking about this episode in in particular. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely other episodes that really highlight you know how how. I don't know, fantastic they were at predicting the future. But this specific episode, I mean, it was scary. I mean, there were a couple of times, you know, as we were watching both of the episodes, and I would look at each other. It's like, that's too real. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, when, t- dude, it's just, it's like ripped from the headlines 20 years in the, in the fucking well, future. Well, this was, I guess, six years before 9-11, or what, five years from 9-11. Yeah. Five years, yeah. You know, and it's just like, the you had these conversations with co-workers and friends well i mean what couldn't happen here yeah we couldn't happen here but then you had the conversation of like well i mean we got to protect we got to protect at all costs what about people's rights and freedoms nope protect we got to protect people we got to protect them patriot don't you love america yeah space patriot act bro when when, uh joseph cisco uh has his you know the whole thing about the the giving the blood to prove that he's he's human that 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 rant that that he goes into that was quality rant. Oh my god, I mm-hmm. I I tear up almost with just thinking about how much we've given up in in the last uh, you know seventeen years. It was a great episode, man, and like just so much about it. But we're kind of just glossing over a lot of things here. Sorry, you had you had B. A. Barakas on your shoulder there for a second. He was smiling <laughs> at me. Yeah, I felt really nice about it. But yeah, so um, there is an explosion and the changelings are the chief suspect. Odo, Cisco, and Jake travel to Earth to investigate what looks like a bold new offensive by the Dominion. That could be uh, I will say this a is prelude the first, to war. This is the first time I believe the uh, zoom in and enhance feature yes. because it's the future. So I believe they can actually do that. Yeah, yeah, but the cool part is it's still not as enhanced as the Law and Order zoom in. Okay, zoom. No. Okay, yeah. zoom. Okay, zoom. Okay. Okay, zoom. zoom in. Zoom in on. Okay, there's a woman in the background. If you zoom in on her eye and get the reflection, reflection of her eye, yeah. and, and her eye is reflecting from a uh, of a mirror, yeah! and then in the reflection of that mirror, you can see into the next room. Zoom in. Zoom in. Enhance. 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 Well, I mean, I've seen them take, you know, old, uh, you know, scans or what, you know, they don't call it, we don't have pictures anymore, I guess. We have scans. And they've, you know, like, what was it, the Geordie episode where they built the, um, 
they they re- this is the one when uh, the radio guy, the disc jockeys were on it. Shit. Ben T- uh, Rush Limbaugh was on TNG. No, no. <laughs> okay. So it was the Alabama version of Mike and Bob. They were like the number one show that everybody who grew up in my high school, you knew these guys. And I can't remember. Billy Bob and Cletus? No, fuck them. Um, <laughs> Those guys were hacks. But anyway, they, they got fired in Alabama. And they were like, well, you know, fuck John you. Boy and Billy. No, and then they went to Los Angeles and got big. Bob and then and they were on this episode. Love of the Love Sponge. Of, uh, TNG. I mean, and, I'm coming uh, up with all of them. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> And so they uh, were the aliens, and it was the one where, uh, what was it, Jordy slowly starts, like, turning into a monster thing and, and would hide in the dark or whatever. It was the oh, yeah. video? <laughs> it was Jordy Thriller? Go away! Yes. That's why he wears the visor now, so you can't see those glowing yeah, eyes. Yeah, he got infected by the alien DNA, right? I like yeah. you, but there's something I got to tell you. I'm probably going to fall in this elevator shaft and get thrown around like a dumbass because that's what they do to me on this show. I got lots of bruises. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a karate man. Karate man bruises on the inside. Aww. But yes, yeah, so they go to Earth. <clears throat> yeah, and and they meet, uh, see, this was confusing because they go, the ship they go to Earth on is the Lakota. Yes. The, cat, the admiral that they meet when they get to Earth is Admiral Layton. And okay. so al- already I've got too many L's in my life. Layton, Lakota. Okay. Huh. And then we meet Layton, who is the vice admiral who Benjamin once served under, who is also on Six Feet Under. Yep. He's I been on a lot of stuff. I didn't realize he, I totally forgot he was on Six Feet Under. Okay. Huh. Which uh, didn't. Uh, what's his name that wrote for DS9? Didn't he write for Six Feet Under? Um, no. uh, the guy who did Discovery. Um, oh, what's his name there? Uh, uh, singer, but... Um, Fuller. Fuller. That's your man's in them. Didn't Fuller uh, do uh, Six Feet Under? I don't know. I gotta look. I thought he did. And he, he, started, he started out as a writer on DS9, and then he... That's quite a career. So... I haven't watched Six Feet Under. Yeah. Well, now his attaché, uh, Commander Benton or Benton or Bentley or she fine as fuck. Yeah, well, that's uh, Doctor Leah Brahms. Mm. That's, that's a lot different. That's I Leah Brahms. I thought Leah Brahms was a black woman. She huh. is. That lady didn't look black to me. Maybe she had that Michael Jackson skin disease. She's one of the ones who can pass. Dennis, that's real fun. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Allowed to say it. Okay. All right. I didn't. I didn't realize that that was a. I watched both episodes, and it was just like it was. Bug- She's like, yeah. What's your name? Something else. Leia Brahms. I just saw the Leia Brahm episode recently because it was on Heroes and Icons, mm-hmm. and it's this is the one where Jordy's creeping on the holodeck one, and it's fucking weird. Like yeah. it's just yeah. especially when you know where this goes. Yeah, where she's like, "This is you're a fucking maniac." <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, that's got to be illegal somewhere. I thought we got rid of you guys in the Me Too movement. Like, that's got to be the illegal hell? where you can just hey, make... It, it's not date rape if it's a hologram. It's got to be some kind it's of unethical area. But that's it's, they brought it back in DS9 when 
that weird alien guy was trying to ban Kira. Yeah. Like intellectual property laws or something, or I mean, well, something likeness rights. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be something because, and then she pulls Jordy's card out. She's like, "You a motherfucking maniac! <laughs> you better get out of my face, Jordy." But they get don't they get married in an alternate universe or alternate timeline or something? Yes, they is. have to have a great second date then because this first Which, one. She was already married when they met yeah. him the first time, so yeah. he broke up that happy home. So he well, no, no, he, he just he sat there waiting, and then he one slid day, up in them DMs, bro. There was no, there was uh, you know Space her husband DMs. had like a a freak engineering accident that caused by Jordan's bull. Oh, he pulled a Picard on her. Hang on, Jenny was making a space station blow up joke, and you guys were talking all over. <laughs> God damn it. I'm just saying, like, he might have just been on a, sp- a space station where Riker just happened to go. Maybe he or Jordy a favor. Hook a, hook a brother up. You know what? That could happen. Like, look, you blow up my space station, I'll blow up your space station. Yeah, it's like I think this, the is the, this is the <laughs> like original. From the train. <laughs> this is the original Picard maneuver where you have your friend's wife or friend's. Uh, fuck, what am I trying to say? I don't know, but you're just the, air way, the, the woman that you want to bang. You're you set up for her husband to get killed. <laughs> and you don't want to know something else cool. Um, uh, Leah Brahms, who is this lady on this show, Dave, Deep Space Nine, Erica Benton. She was also on Spencer Fryer. So she uh, knows. She, I thought you were going to say Silk Stockings. No, I was that, dude, I'd, that, I'd watch that episode a lot with my I, dick I out. put it on right now. <laughs> right I'd have my PP all in my hands. It would, it would get weird for the Patreon. <laughs> I think they'd be into it. And she was in some movies too, but who cares? But yeah, she good. Um, but yeah, she's she fine. And that's a uh, that's now not to. Layton looks like he's a member of like an Eagles cover band. Is that just me or no? Like I can definitely totally, see that. Totally. Like, he goes to like the the. Academy bar. He does kind of have a Glenn Fry haircut. <laughs> he looks like fucking mm-hmm. Glenn Fry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was like, dude, this motherfucker is totally in an Eagles cover band called Tequila Sunrise, and they'd be playing the fucking the bars around campus to try to get young trim. That's how he meets all the Red Squadron dudes. He- <laughs> <laughs> like, man, your Eagles cover band's the best. Vice Admiral Layton, he's like, call me Lates. Who's that chick over there, bro? He's like, oh, that's Betty. She's a fucking chem major, third year. Hook me up. <laughs> you want to be want to be in Red Squadron, bro? <laughs> Got to let me in that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he fucking sleezes on him. Yeah. For real. I believe it. I can feel it in my bones. So can he. Hey. <laughs> Fucking smugglers blues, bro. He does a few, does a few solos, like you know, a few solo like Joe Walsh songs too, because people really like it. Try <laughs> songs. No Don Henley though, because he doesn't like the Don Henley stuff. No, thinks Don Henley's a puss. Not even all she wants to do is dance. Maybe that. Maybe that seems like a good one to you to scam on the uh, the younger chicks. Yeah, maybe if like a, a young hot chick from the academy is like, play all she wants to do is dance. Yeah. All right, I'll do it for you, sweetie. All right, I'll do it for you, honey. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> yeah, totally gets it. And then, uh, yeah, some yeah. Cool we're not playing down at the Sunset Grill. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, fuck that song. <laughs> You're a dick if you want to hear that. 
<laughs> so what else happens after the cover, the Eagles cover band? <laughs> well, there's one scene where, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but O'Brien and Bashir are like in their stupid uh, parkas yeah. pretending to be aviators. Just and I, I bring it up because I want to say that O'Brien has the worst English accent. <laughs> like it's on <laughs> par with LaForge with, uh, with Jordy's when he was pretending to be in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And it's really so bad. can we drop uh, slurs against uh, ethnic groups or whatever? Yeah, because the they're going to go back and get some more Jerry's. <laughs> well, and Cork is the one that says it. <laughs> no, so this is this is something that they've said they've they've done this holodeck scenario quite a bit. If if Cork knows all the familiar. No, what's a Jerry? It. Is that a German? Yeah. All right, whatever. Nobody cares about them, and they des- <laughs> and they deserve it. I mean, they're a bunch of fucking Nazis. <laughs> you know, like yeah. yeah. But in, in the next episode, when you know Cisco's talking about yeah, let's go bomb some nips, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, see, that's not cool, bro. That's exactly. okay. The Japanese are a okay by me, Dennis. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, about, they're not our allies anymore. Dennis, well, nobody is. Like, exactly. Koreans, the, I think uh, Russia and North, North Korea, Korea are. We're the axis like, of evil. Damn it. Now. Exactly. Now we're I don't the axis. China likes us anymore. Uh, no, they love us. They love us, man. They got everything they want in that summit. Everybody did. Except, Except our for allies. For freedom. <laughs> But it makes sense. I mean, Donald Trump's a fucking bullshit, phony strong man. So, like, he plays up to all the other, like, real strong men, you know? And they go suck each other off. How can you not like Justin Trudeau, but you're amped on hanging out with fucking Kim Jong-un? Like, how does that work? He, he thinks he looks good standing next to Kim Jong-un. I guess. <laughs> As opposed to Justin Trudeau. You don't want to mm-hmm. stand next to that guy. Kim Jong-un got a flat ass back of his head, too, man. That motherfucker is flat as shit. You can... <laughs> eat dinner off of that damn thing like just like a plate i need to look this up in the back of his head is like manny fresh flat like that shit is flat as a motherfucker (laughs) never seen him and manny in the same room at the same time oh my god that's a good point (laughs) you know and and when uh (laughs) after after the election happened manny dropped off the show right around the he time had to, he had to get a nuclear up. program spinning up <laughs> no nah, man he's probably Wait a trumper man. and he didn't want to hear us bash his boy <laughs> my favorite are ethnic trumpers like motherfucker what do you think <laughs> like, how do you do this <laughs> and, and star trek fans yeah. and, and we talked about this tonight i cannot 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 understand what show you were watching if you're like a a, a super trump supporter if you're hyper conservative and you love Star Trek. Yeah, you're, this show does not speak to you. On it's like they have this, this, this socialist utopian future. Where with, with aliens and brown people and like there's a goddamn cat who's the president of the Federation. The guy looks like a fucking cat. No one, you're not amped on that. Like there's somewhere like Trump would not be cool with that. Oh, what the fuck? So I'm just, I, I. It, it 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 damages me somehow when I run into. It's like, how do you watch this this particular episode and not come away with some sort of like a message skip about it. how you apply it to regular life? You know, and our country. But they're like, well, the first you know three quarters of this episode is great. Yeah, when they <laughs> when they take over and like take away people's freedoms and stuff. Yeah, and that's like, awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, when, when we were when the Patriot Act was going through, and there, there's all this. Yeah 
you know, oh my God, we have to protect, protect, protect. I kept thinking to myself, I've seen this before. I know where this ends. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's like we've been warned our entire lives about this. But it is an interesting track. question, though. I mean, like, well, didn't uh, the, didn't his uh, Cisco's old boy, uh, the other commander, the one that went renegade and joined the Maquis? Uh, and, oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah, process, yeah. The- didn't he say you know Earth and its little paradise or whatever? But you, you you take take that away and how you know how would they react? Good point, Ben. It's mm. a good point. I don't know. It was, it was and we got to see how they were. And this is just another example of a fucking Starfleet admiral right on the verge of of trying to take over. I tell you, like this something is about admirals must have a lot of power because they get drunk with it. Very quickly, this guy's not even like. a real admiral. He's a fucking vice admiral. So I'm like, he's not. Well, no, he's an admiral of well. vice. You, you were reading that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he has all the vices. And I think most of the admirals that we see in Star Trek are like rear admirals, right? Like they're one, uh, one or two well, star. The, the three pips are uh, are the vices, and we see yeah. a lot of those. We see. But well, what's her, what's her name? Nikoyev or whatever. I thought she was a, a three star. I think star. she's a one or two. I thought she was a vice. What about the dudes play? from um from six? Who try to who who try to fucking sabotage yeah, Admiral Cartwright? Yeah. I think Cartwright's a full system. admiral, isn't he? Yeah, but he was like commander he was like what uh chief of operations or something. God, yeah. six is such a good movie. And he's also Cisco's dad, which you know Is that the same actor? Yeah. He's also uh the the guy from really? uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, Brock Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Now is that the same guy who's in bust up the shift robe? Huh? Is that the same guy who's in four? Yes, Brock Peters. Okay. Oh, yep. interesting. I love how Star Trek just recycles motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like yep. you were good, you showed up on time, and you know you remembered your lines. So come, come on, on. now you Cisco's dad. <laughs> yeah, he's good as Cisco's dad, and like he's just weird enough. Like the whole line with like you know what. Uh, you see me chasing some girls, then you know I'm doing good. It's like, bitch, you're like 80 years yeah. old and none of your organs work. <laughs> like, if you're talking about chasing shrimp. Yeah. It's just weird enough. And it's going to be weird to hear your 75-year-old dad talk about trying to fuck chicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's even weirder when it's your 75-year-old granddad. Yeah. Come on, Grandpa, stop talking about that shit. Golly. One thing that did uh, strike me, though, at how how different things are now compared to when this episode came out was um like he was telling jake there's only three things a, a bed is good for yeah like sleeping uh dying Fuck. or making love to a yeah. beautiful woman i was like oh man that's really heteronormative of him to say something like that <laughs> like nowadays you'd have to be like oh you know with or making person, love. you know yeah, yeah exactly. you just say making love yeah but it seemed very like i was like what if jake's gay <laughs> what if like, he's that gay? would be that well, would just drive him further into the closet Either way, he doesn't want to hear about his grandfather's dick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. It, gay, Which, straight, bi, trans. You, you just don't want to hear about your grandparents. Which I think is what it really boils down to, is you don't want to hear about your grandpa's wiener. And what is it with the Cisco family? All the women are dead. Because they mean his sister. His sister's still alive, isn't she? Do we ever see her? I can't recall. Mm, this might be an imaginary sister. Well, the no, if we have to, a real sister, trying to throw the cops off the trail. No, we have a sister. I swear to God, she's real. <laughs> <laughs> she's bald and has a goatee. It's like, yeah, what the fuck. She lives in Canada. You wouldn't know her. She lives yeah, exactly. In she's from California. 
You know. That's a good five minutes away. Yeah. Don't go looking there, though. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in my office in San Francisco, but I think I want to go have lunch with my dad in New Orleans. Hold on. Yeah, it must be nice. I did really like that. I like that they kind of, it seems like that kind of an abusive teleporter technology. Yeah. It's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go from San Francisco to New Orleans. But isn't that how it works though? Like, can't you do that? Isn't yeah, that yeah you whole- can. It's just, it seems so weird when they, they could go to like a spaceship, you know, orbiting the planet or something. Yeah. But no, I'm just going to go have lunch. Like if- Can everybody do this? I uh, would absolutely as as I do know, it yeah. if I could. How much power does it take to- uh, transport somebody like that a lot oh, i thought you meant like how much power do you have to have to let that happen i don't know oh it's whatever man do what you want a lot but i mean uh, i mean to be fair cisco is, is this why the federation conquered i mean uh <laughs> <laughs> like brings in other planets so they can steal their resources to well, no, support I mean, this paradise the, on earth the federation is a post scarcity society we have come up with with it's not possible Maybe on maybe on the core worlds, but out on the the distant colonies. So, you know, you, you fringe guys might uh, have, have <laughs> yeah. a problem with it, but we're post post scarcity society. But Jorans don't know nothing about post scarcity. Are they them in their federation? Stupid, <laughs> dumbass gods, and they're hoping the wormhole. The prophets are talking to a bunch of dummies. <laughs> I like I like go worship this rock in a box. I'm into war. This just makes me like Klingons even more yeah. when he's just like. Yeah, well, ancient Klingon warriors killed our gods because we found them annoying. I'm like, that shit rules. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like how they they don't they're not like atheists or oh we we you know we we evolved past having no, gods. They no, just killed like, them. No, we had them and and we killed them. Yeah, just <laughs> that's straight up. Like, I'm I'm a Klingon. Whatever religion they are, that's what I want to be. Yeah, we just found our gods annoying, so we just killed them all. It yeah. seems weird that they would still worship them at that point because, like, basically, well, if they killed them, wouldn't they be pussies? They, they don't worship them. The, they, they worship the warriors that killed the gods. Yeah, and they acknowledge uh, that there were gods. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, yeah. Kalis went out and killed a bunch of gods, I imagine, right? Is Kalis one of the god slayers? No, no. Kalis uh, killed, uh, was it Morg? And they Morg. made a wrestling statue of it. Morg? Wrestling. Oh. No, who was the guy? Morg, Galactus' herald? I've got a Kalis book over here, Ben. You ever read this book? Somebody gave it to me because somebody gave it away and they were like, hey, you like Star Trek. We now read from the book of Kalis. <laughs> you ever read this book, Ben? No. All right, well, I'll read it and tell you if it stinks. It's a Worf book? No, it's a Kalis book. book. No, but I thought, was that not Worf on the cover? No, that's fucking Kalis, bro. It's Worf is right there, but the big one is Kalis. Now, is that Kalis from the episode Kalis? Yeah, I don't think so. Because there was an episode where Worf meets Kalis. I know, motherfucker. I've seen it. <laughs> we did a whole series. And then there's this book, too. Have you ever read Shadows of the Sun? No, but I've, heard, I've, I've at least heard of that one. Yeah, they just give motherfuckers sons on this show for no apparent reason on, on these books. And then there's Dark Mirror. I do know that book. Is it good? It's a TNG it's, mirror. Uh, well, there's Dark Mirror. There's Ashes of Eden. Uh, there's The Return. And it, it basically, uh, these are the William Shatner books. Oh. And Dark Mirror, I think, is like the third or fourth one. This one is, this one is written by Diane Dunn. Mm-hmm. Why you man's planting her, bro? Shatner didn't write this. His name's not there. Look. Oh, so that, okay, that's not the one then. 
Shatner did a mirror. Okay, so Shatner doesn't like the fact that Kirk is dead, so he then writes. Get over it. Uh, like the return or from the ashes. I forget. Return of the Mac. That's what it's so, Return of the Kirk. Once again. So he basically writes an episode, or he and writes you know that where, I love you. Where Kirk gets assimilated, dead Kirk gets return assimilated. Of the Kirk. He gets assimilated by the Borg. Because they figure, oh, the Kirk unit will have all this knowledge. And then um, that brings him back to life. But then through the TNG crew's help, he gets unborged. And so once he's unborged, he... uh, He's like Kirk of nine at that point. (laughs) No, he's he's like Picard is with, you know... They're very selective about who can get borged and unborged. You have to be like a long-standing captain of a flagship. Or hot. Or <laughs> with giant with a giant rack that's willing to wear a cat suit suit at all times. <laughs> that's I mean that is important. That's, I mean, that's how you get ahead in life. But those shows are better with her. Like Voyager gets better when she shows up. Is that wrong of me to say? I just think that uh, she could have done it in a uh, regular uniform. I mean, she probably could have, but then why have those gazangas? Didn't they have to like grease her up just to get her into the costume? I don't know, Ben. I wasn't there. I'd like to be there. I'm going to match it either way. <laughs> that was my job of the hut face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, but I mean, the episodes, the Voyager episodes do get better when she shows up. If you say so. I mean, because they're pretty I, terrible. No, don't get me we wrong. might have to take your word for it. I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. Wheel <laughs> of Voyager. <laughs> I mean, if, if I had to miss... <laughs> if I had to miss episodes containing one, either Kess or Seven, I would rather miss the Kess episodes. Yes. Yeah, because she's dumb. Because she sucks. I like the Seven Her of Nine. Storylines better, uh, body notwithstanding. And also, I like the fact that she's uh, the reason that we had Obama. Yeah. So and then if, those if two I, things together. And if I had to skip any Voyager episodes, I would skip the ones about the doctor. I find him insufferable. I like him. <laughs> He's just the worst. I still remember reading in, in like Starlog and in different online he things. He doesn't have a fucking name. His name is Doctor. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah. By the way, that, that's I, a I shot. That's a Starlog shot. All the way <laughs> for those playing at home. <laughs> all the way through the, the series, there was continual talk each year of whether or not he would get finally get a name. One of the names uh, that was was Ben McCormick pushed forward was Zimmerman, Ron Burgundy, and then like three seasons later, we meet the the actual like Doctor Zimmerman, and he's the guy who created him. Created him, yeah. Him, yeah. So I mean, we, they might as well just call him. They might as well just call him Dr. Data because it's the same general idea. Photons be free. You know, they just recycle some data shit like, oh, yeah, he's yeah, data. Kind of. Data scripts that we never used. What can we do? Yeah. Change Android to hologram. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good sound of an eraser, Ben. I was impressed. And speaking of impressed... Let's get back to the episode where Nog shows up at the restaurant and then he be eating some worms and he tells us about the Red Squad, which isn't about a bunch of guys that go down on chicks on their periods. No, no. (laughs) Mm -mm. 
I would have really liked it. Although they do do that as well. Yeah. yeah. That, that's actually part of the initiation to get in. <laughs> gotta go down on fucking Sally when she's fucking bleeding from her chotch, bro. You gotta nog, nog, nog that shit. <laughs> no, Sally is from uh, Necreon 7, where the females actually stay in a perpetual state of menses except for two days a month. So okay, so you just gotta get them. Yeah. All right. That's a lot of blood loss. That but helps Andy, with scheduling. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So then Nog tells him about Red Squad and how he wants to get in, but it's like, bitch, you've been there for four weeks. Like, ain't nobody like you, and you're a Ferengi. You're he was just team. talking about like how he was having trouble in classes and stuff, yeah. and then he's like, I think it would be better if I was like in tougher classes because yeah, I got I got all the good grades. Okay. Yeah. All right, buddy. And then. Um, Changeling is there and yada yada yada. But then we find out that the changeling has taken the admiral, right? Like, because because uh, your man is a bird and he mm-hmm. lands. And I think the lady, uh, whatever her name is, Bentine, I think she wants to bang. Yeah, because her her imagination is running She's away like, at that moment. You can be, you can be anything or anyone. <clears throat> you can be my. Could you like could you look school. like Jordy except actually be well endowed and proficient? <laughs> <laughs> and and Jordy with Klingon genitalia. And Jordy with eyes. And not fucking me on the holodeck without my knowing, like a creep. <laughs> and didn't what's his name? Permission to make a hologram of it. <laughs> but didn't um Barclay get into a bunch of trouble for doing that. Yeah, with uh, he yeah. made the entire bridge crew. Yeah, Jordy goes off and makes somebody like, yeah, whatever. He's fine. I, I don't Jordy think Barclay was fucking them all though. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think so, really? <laughs> he was totally <laughs> with Deanna. I feel like he was too much of a pussy to even get laid with the holograms. I don't That's know. just my opinion. Fair what do you have? Like Wesley was the spoiled blue boy eating pie or something. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Wesley. I, I've come 180 on that. Whatever, man. I don't care. Wesley's Fuck Wesley. It. He's depressed, but isn't everybody? Well, that that that, I, that that's the thing that finally just drove me over the fucking edge. It's like, oh yeah, write your little manifesto about being depressed. It's like, bitch. I call that Thursday. <laughs> Every Thursday since 1986. Wesley came out and so was saying that he's been battling chronic depression. Will Wheaton? Yeah, for yeah. many. No, Wesley. Will Wheaton's fine. It's weird. It's just Wesley. <laughs> my mom hates me. I think me. you might have two problems. <laughs> <laughs> my mom hates me. My dad's dead. You have uh, depression and schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> and then I killed a guy during a training exercise. Which no, why would they have Red Squad after that happened with the training exercises? Yeah, what were those guys called then? Those guys were called dick holes. <laughs> oh, no, I remember it was, they were called murderers. That's what it was. <laughs> Cover-up squad. <laughs> and I can't remember, because I, when I first saw this again tonight, I was like, oh, Red Squad, like the, the team that uh, had the crash with Wesley. Nope, never heard of these guys before. And then, were they Red Squad too? No. They, they I can't remember. I thought they were Nova, Nova Squadron. Yeah, oh. that sounds like it. So why didn't Cisco go, oh, because he's like, oh, we didn't have anything like that. And it's like, are you jealous? You had Nova Squad back in your day. I mean, but didn't you have that? They wouldn't let me in because, because I am a weirdo. 
He's got two. Like I like Cisco, and yeah. I think and I think um, Avery Brooks is a good actor, but he only has like one level. He's got regular normal Cisco, and then his other one is like frantic breathing, short of breath, kind of yeah. yelling. Well, he's, uh, digital. Yeah. His performances are digital. There's like no in betweens of it. It's yeah. like. I am here. Zero. No, I am here. Yeah, but it's no, just like they're, they're <laughs> betrayed all of these people, and they will not. I mean, but it sounds like he's Dalek. <laughs> he sounds yeah, like yeah. he's yelling at someone in a library, or like yeah. when you're pissed at your kids at the grocery store, and you don't want to yell at him in front of everybody at Kroger. So you're just doing it like this, so you can get your point across. And it's just like. <laughs> I'll stay by the grocery cart, I swear. <laughs> I swear to God, I will beat your ass. We are not getting cookie crisp. <laughs> like, that's the Cisco voice. Like he doesn't yell, but he's yelling, but he's not yelling. It's very odd. And other than that, he's just creeping. He's like, we're going to get it in. <laughs> we are going to get it in. He's very hard on uh, Nog, though. <laughs> hard, hard on. I mean, obviously, <laughs> they're not. I mean, to be fair, Nog. Like a- it's, it's like he is treating him like he's a fucking cadet. Well, that he's he, a kid. like he never met him before. <laughs> well, because he wants some hot info on the fucking Red Squad. Yeah. You know, he's okay. got. Was that? I can't remember. That's episode two. Okay, because yeah. he's like you're under the mistaken notion that I'm asking. Yeah, making. Well, a, I was just like, Ooh. well, because what happens in episode one is like everybody's all freaking out about the Dominion, and then like you know they mentioned they the knocked wor- out the power. Yeah, the, well, they mentioned the wormhole too, and then the power goes out, and they're like, well, obviously they're going to attack. That's what's going to happen. On the way, there's a fleet on the way. They're they're going to attack us. Blah blah you, blah you blah. You gotta you gotta give the chancellor emergency powers and activate the clone army. Yeah, exactly. yeah basically. <laughs> and uh, Leighton is all like, you know, I got. Except there was no trade disputes on this one. It's a state of emergency, which makes it good. It's a state yeah. of emergency, and we got to do something. What are we going to do? And then they finally institute the state of emergency, and they're taking everybody's blood, and Cisco's dad gets all emotional and doesn't give him his blood. And I was convinced that he was a fucking changeling, which would have made sense because, in my mind, because Cisco is the head of security on Earth, so who mm-hmm. better to learn about the plans than his, his father? Yeah. And then I called it when he was cutting himself. Yep. When he was chopping the things, like he's gonna cut his hand. And Stephanie looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" And sure as shit, he starts bleeding, and then nothing happens. And Benjamin Cisco, or no, what's his middle name? Was it Antoine Lafayette Cisco yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I think it was Lafayette. Of course, it was, it's something crazy. Yeah. Benjamin Lafayette Astroglide Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> the third. <laughs> How dare you accuse me of being an alien? <gasps> he just died. He kills everyone. He just fucking had his death throw, and then he died. Well, that was that was the running uh, thought, I think, on our side watching yeah. it tonight. Yeah, I thought he was gonna die like every other scene. Like he would <laughs> yeah. walk out because he would make this big deal about like how healthy he was and like you know how much he likes banging chicks or whatever. And then next thing you know, he's like. Okay, well, I'll see you later. And I'm like, he's dead. That's what he gives us that. fuck's dead. Saw him again. He's dead as fuck. <laughs> I was so surprised that he lived through the end of this. Episode. I couldn't, I, Jenny, I couldn't believe it either. I thought for sure that he was dead as shit. Yeah. 
He had like two heart attacks on the show. No, he had a stroke at the end of the episode. And he's like, he's had a stroke. He's fine. But I yeah, guess yeah. they, it's they, just they, a mild stroke. they understand the brain so much better in right. 22. It's just his MS. His yeah. MS is flaring up. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> It must but be nice to live in a future where atherosclerosis is just like a minor inconvenience. Yeah. Just like, eh, I just get a new aorta. It'll be all right. Yeah. Fine. We got to remember, though, like when, uh, in it, even though it's technology from like 70 years before this, when Chekhov was in 1986 on Earth and he fell off the ship and, and had like severe head trauma and they were yeah. talking about opening his head up and relieving the pressure and stuff. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> And all McCoy does is take like the little doodolly and just stick to the top of his head and let it do its little thing. McCoy's reaction to them doing like 20th century surgery on Chekhov is the greatest thing in the whole wide world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he? Where even, are we? The Dark Ages? Doesn't he mention like leeches or something? Like, yeah. like batshit crazy. Awesome. And, I love no, it. I, I still love the scene that leading into that when the, he's talking to the old lady while. Kirk is looking for where Chekhov is and she's in for dialysis. Yeah. He's like, dialysis. Ah. <laughs> and he's like, here, take two of these and walks off. And they're then right later when they're escaping her face, when she's passed. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when, Dr. Cosby <laughs> McCoy. <laughs> when they're leaving later, you know, the doctors are like, what the, you know, she has a new kidney. It's, it's a, you know, fully functional. And she's just, you know, the old lady's just waving her hands. And oh, I'm going to suck your cock, my God. Doctor gave me a kidney and I got a new kidney. Doctor gave me a kidney and I got a new kidney. And my pussy works. So apparently, <laughs> as part of his regular carry shit around in his bag. He just carries kidney pills. He, well, he has this pill that, that will grow a kidney. It's like one of those little sponges or whatever that you put it in water and it turns into a dinosaur. <laughs> But it's a kidney. <laughs> He's just rooting around in there. Which one's a kidney pill? Oh, here we go. All right. Oh, no. I actually gave that woman a piece. <laughs> oh, shit. That was sea monkeys. <laughs> I do like the idea that they still have sea monkeys in the 23rd century. Of course they do. Yeah, navigators. Like in the... <laughs> The hollow magazines that they read. They have little <laughs> advertisements for sea monkeys and X ray glasses. Yeah. That was wonderful, Ben. That was every good, well done crew. That was great. I thought I was gonna pass out for a minute. I thought you were too. <sighs> oh, I caught the vapors there <laughs> loud, loud, loud. But yeah, so um, they they declare a state of emergency on Earth, and then as it ends, Jake and his dad are watching Starfleet security officers officers all over the place, and like just walking around with their pistols and their guns and all that shit, and you know, stuff. And this is the part blood from people where you know it, it always hit me because I had to you know I was still active duty after nine eleven, and I, I still had to do a lot of traveling for my job. And I remember going to the airports and seeing National Guardsmen with rifles in mm-hmm. airports. And after the initial shock of seeing that, this is the episode I think of. Yeah. Because it was like, holy shit, it's, it's all, you know, happening. And it was just like, when's that next step? When do we have them, you know, in the town square or whatever, making sure there's no uh, disturbances? So, I mean, it's it's great, man. Like it really is. 
scary stuff. It is very scary stuff, and it's and it's well done. I mean, it's you know, and then the Who, next the next episode, Paradise Lost, which feels weird that we're doing two of them at once, but let's just go for it, bro. Who wrote uh, Who wrote these episodes? Ronald D. Moore wrote Paradise Lost, and David Livingston wrote Homefront. I thought Homefront was great. Oh yeah, I I think both of them were great. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Homefront really uh, set things up. Yeah, Homefront was a great episode because, like, it seems that everything they're doing is kind of just and and I guess for the right reasons and yada yada well, and, yada. And that's the scary thing of how you get your liberties eroded away. Uh huh. Is that you you do this this I well it's like my theory on the uh, the when we're eventually going to end up with identity chips. Because right now you've got the little chip that you put. All right, in. crazy. You've got your chip that you put in the dogs and the vets can scan it. And, oh, here's your, do- you know, the identity chip, right? Mm. Well, then you think, you know, and we've got the program right now where you, you do the, the fingerprints and, and the pictures and your kid gets the little, hey, if your kid gets kidnapped, now you've got this little picture card that it has all their information that you can give to the police. and that'll help. Which sounds pretty rad because if my kid gets kidnapped, I'd like to I, have I want my kid. But hey, just think <laughs> about it. Do you, what do you love more, your fucking dog or your kid? So just put the little uh, tracking chip in there. And now if your kid gets kidnapped, you can track your kid. It's true. And then step by step before long, we all got fucking chips and it's, it's for security. I mean, what if you were kidnapped? What if you're in a horrible accident and you're, and you're immobilized and you can't identify yourself? Now the EMTs can, uh, can do the scan, know who you are, what your allergies are and possibly save your life. And the CIA knows where you are and what yeah. you're doing. We would never track our own people. Well, that's a great that's a great segue into Paradise Lost because that's exactly what happens. Earth has been under martial law for quite some time, and uh, Benjamin Sisko kind of notices that there's something weird going on here. That there was some uh, uh, transporter activity. Yeah, anomalous activities after the power outage. And they yeah, Odo, Odo digs it up. He's like, "Oh, why did Red Squad beam to the academy?" Well, here's the thing. What was it for? Bless how, long did, how long did the uh, blackout last? Like four days or something? No, don't like that. So planet Earth. It, it, it's not like New York didn't yeah. have power. Planet Earth didn't have power. Yeah, yeah. for four days. I mean, I, just with today, that would be like, holy fuck. Yeah. If you've got this people, this is a society that is, I mean, you think we're dependent on technology. You know, you get grumpy after an afternoon of, I can't get my cell phone and I have Zigno. But these people, I mean, it's like, there's, most of these people don't even have fucking kitchens. Yeah, they just eat uh-huh. everything off. Everything's yeah. replicated. I, I thought mean, they didn't do a good enough job showing that. Right, there would be riots pretty quick. With I went to get water and the machine did not give me water. And, and no, so because I, the, everybody is so enlightened at this time, they just take the opportunity to go camping and reconnect with themselves, I'm sure. I want to see people in the streets eating other people. <laughs> it would be the purge immediately. Yeah, like smashing people's heads in and then eating their brains. Because, I mean, there's people around here where, you know, the lights go out for like 20 minutes overnight and there's people to re- you know, ready to burn the city down. So yeah. it's like... That happens after teams win sports championships. <laughs> I mean, like... Yeah. Nah, just let them blow up. Yeah. It's okay. Wait, wait, but, wait. Um... Are they white? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It, just kids being kids. It's just minor property damage. It's okay. Yeah. 
the, whole, hey. the entire section of town is burnt, but it, it's, you know. As it's, long as the football players who won didn't kneel during exactly. the, the, uh, the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> so stupid. But, but they, we, can't, they can't even stay in the locker room now. Did you hear that one? That's just as bad, according to bad. Stupid Face. They should just leave the country, right? <laughs> Aren't we all on the same page here? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I just uh, America, man. I just I I don't understand. I just so many years I heard people these macho conservative types telling me that of how important the First Amendment is, and and I might not agree with what no, you're saying. No, you misheard. About they were saying fight. Second Amendment. Yeah. Second. Mm-hmm. That's why they made it second. Just to make sure you would pay attention. And the thing is, too, it's like I was thinking about this today, and it's just <laughs> they can't count. Any yeah. The first that, one, so. you're not really sinking in, but the second one, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that one's a really important. I'm like, one. all right, so you've got these people, these border patrol agents, like taking children away from their parents, right? Mm-hmm. And Only for changelings. And then you've got kids getting murdered in schools by armed gunmen, but they're more worried about unborn children inside of mothers it's like where the where's your fucking priorities here man or kneeling yeah it's but i mean like that i was thinking about that today it's like i mean you got these kids that are fucking gonna they're gonna build like gulags for these kids like tent cities for these fucking kids but like god forbid no they're not gulags Uh, they just turn them over to traffickers human traffickers (laughs) let them deal with it yeah because their problem now it's we don't have the budget to feed stealing all these kids is really hard um but anyway um bringing human traffickers as consultants (laughs) how do you guys handle all this Huh. What you do is you get a Connex box. <laughs> you can you can stack these little buggers in there like five or six high. It's it's no problem. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know right if you're doing China. South Africa or New yeah, Zealand. I don't know right what now. voice that is. <laughs> I thought it was Australian. <laughs> and I think it's definitely either New Zealand or South Africa, but I, probably South Africa, right? I have no idea. I just I got tired of doing those. You know, I can't blame the South for every fucking thing, and that's my good. <laughs> no, do it. You know what we're gonna do? You know we got these uh, what you call the kids there, and and and, and what we gotta do is you just line them up. And you say the ones that can work go over this way, and the hot ones you you know might potentially be hot. <laughs> uh, put them over there. Now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna associate after a while. You know I'm telling you, and I got this uh, this Arab over there. He's gonna pay me about five hundred dollars. Uh, cute one. So you just you know, bring them on in. I gotta tell you, anybody who makes it through this entire episode without being offended at least once. Yeah, you're on a watch list. Yeah. <laughs> you're on a watch list. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know how I have a job someday. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you're you're doing it in a, in a voice. Doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> First, well, I tried that at work, and I was just dropping the end bomb left and right. But well, then, you know, I mean, it was in a voice. I was trying to sound like DMX. Like, no, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, I saw Django Unchained. Those weren't any lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was the problem. I saw Django Unchained for the first time Sunday night, and uh, I I still haven't watched it. I still haven't watched it. And uh, there, there is a lot of uh, of use of the N word because I probably not as much as when you played Grand Theft Auto Online the other day. Well, that was the the other thing is to to kind of to cleanse my mind of 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 all the hate and violence of of Django Unchained. I then played Grand Theft Auto Five. And so the that and then growing up in Alabama, the N word is just like hovering just under the surface, and I'm afraid that I'm going to accidentally, you know, slip with it. And it's like, hey, uh, 
are you going to eat the rest of that toast? And then just inward. And it's like, what? Hey, hey, how many... Uh, what kind of toast do you, are you eating? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's very, a dark, very racist toast. It's, 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 it's dark brown toast, I guess. I don't, I don't know. What? Very racist. <laughs> So I'm, is it I'm just, white toast or is it other? <laughs> it's other. So then uh, after a little bit of digging, they, they realized that Layton is uh, trying to pump a guess, wheat. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's for what? Other, other, it's other. Layton is trying to fucking overthrow the Federation president. Well, the president, he wasn't even born here. He don't love exactly. Earth like we do. Exactly. That was pretty good. Certificates. Uh, it's uh, yeah, like he's he was born in Kenya, man. He doesn't. He's born in Space Kenya. You don't give it's a like, fuck. Like what's <laughs> happening on this episode? Like, dude, this is creepy as shit. Like, yeah. It's, I mean, it was like you just go through and change changeling to terrorist, change uh, Earth to America, and it it you just have yeah. this whole you know series of like. What's going on? We're going to build a space wall. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> but then my question, once they realize that it was like a coup attempt and yeah. they're doing all this stuff, now I can get back to my original question from the yeah. beginning of the episode, which yes. before the crew knew about the bombing, the wormhole was going crazy. Right. It was, was randomly opening and closing. Yeah. So, like and they reveal later that there was this lieutenant who was who, who was manipulating the wormhole. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. And they were going to bring him from DS Nine to Earth as evidence against Layton. But yep. then, did Layton know about the bombing and not do anything about it to to kind of push this forward, or was Layton behind the bombing? Or I would think that. Because there's actually, I mean, obviously we see the changelings. They're yeah. on Earth. There's four and changelings on Earth. Yeah, they're causing problems. So I think that they knew, like Starfleet Intelligence or somebody knew that there were changelings on Earth. Like they had discovered them already and they knew they were up to something. So they figured it was only a matter of time, maybe, until something but I mean, happened. This is, but this is very precise because the wormhole yeah. is acting strange. It is pretty and, coincidental. And then literally five minutes later... We get word. We get well, it does word. take some time for word to come from Earth. Right? Well, here's the other thing, and I've never really thought about it or considered it before now, but, you know, with the lithium crystals and steel beams like Jenny brought up earlier, um, when we watched the video of, of the Antwerp explosion, it was Antwerp, right? Yeah. It's not Antwerp. It was Antwerp, yeah, something like that. And so the, uh, the, <clears throat> the, the vase in the background – starts to change into a changeling yeah but they don't ever and it, but and then there's the explosion right uh-huh. so my theory and now that we've kind of brought this all together is that starfleet intelligence knows that there's these at least you know one or two changelings on earth and this is where it gets god awful but um they space 911 was an inside job because they they've tracked this like this one changeling Space and 911 on Earth. Starfleet, yeah. Space 911 on Earth. Um, <laughs> Starfleet intelligence causes the explosion at Antwerp. Because they knew the changeling. Because they knew a changeling was there, and then they could uh-huh. prove, oh, look, there was a changeling there. 
So you're like saying they were kind of counting on somebody to enhance the video and say, "Oh, there yeah. it is." Because the changeling was there just to observe the the. Maybe conference. they thought they might kill it, and there'd be some changeling remains there that they could, you know. Right, but either way, that that you know they were they were kind of counting on one way or the other. I don't even think the changelings there. I think this is an inside job all the way because the the. Change- but we do know, like changelings are obviously on Earth because we see them with the, no, yes. the seagull thing, and then with the O'Brien yes. thing later. Changelings, yeah, he says there's four of us here. Changelings yeah. are clearly on Earth. Like I'm not saying that that I'm completely 100 percent behind that. But my point is, the bomb exploded. Obviously, because that's what the whole fucking episode's about. You know. Yeah. But there was never – they never found the changeling responsible. Like, he wasn't injured in the explosion. How does that happen? That does make sense, though, because they seem to be pretty – Like, the only thing that can hurt him is a specific phaser setting, it seems yeah. like, right? Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Yeah, because Odo has, has taken some impacts. And, and It just seems very convenient that – the wormhole just happens to be malfunctioning. And then literally 45 seconds later, we got this message from earth. Well, so they, but, th- but didn't they say that this had been tap- happening for at least a few days or something, right? The wormhole like that, yeah. stuff. Yeah, so still, it, it, it was happening before but, the bombing. But they happened. Had, so it could be if they were trying to time this whole thing to get the fleet in place and to knock out power on earth and everything like that, then they would probably do it within a, a week or so like move the invasion fleet into yeah, the wormhole sector right. zero zero one so what you guys are saying is well the explosion was on the 23rd and then the coup is scheduled for the 14th mm-hmm. so this so is like within a one month period so what you're saying is that Layton knew about the bombing but didn't do anything to stop it no i'm i'm saying i think well, no, he knew that the, the bombing he the knew changeling that the would be there was there he he caused the bombing Okay. So that people would associate it with the changeling. So you're saying the same thing I'm saying. Yeah. Except, okay. yeah, but I mean, you're not, I don't think we're, we're agreeing on why the changeling was there. Okay. But my thing is, I, I think that Starfleet Intelligence tracked at least one of the changelings, knew where he was going to be, and then caused the explosion. That's a really good episode, too. So that they could blame <laughs> the, uh, the changeling. You know? and, I, and like I said, I've never in, in 20 something years, I've never thought about that. But now I'm, I'm like so full of conspiracy theories because mm-hmm. of real 9-11. It was Illuminati. But now I'm, I'm actually yeah. starting to think oh, that, that yeah. Star Trek 9-11 was a fucking inside job. Fucking space George Soros. <laughs> what <laughs> about her? Money. The president's money. not even born on Earth. What about her emails? Lock her up. <laughs> fucking lock she, up. Kira Norris had a private email server in her quarters. <laughs> <laughs> lock up that space well, and that's the thing she was using a fucking private mail when cisco talks to to kira yes. back on ds9 he, he goes through her bajoran uh her b-mail slides up in them b-mails <laughs> but i mean i over but and then the pieces kind of fall to place and you realize layton's guilty and then yada yada, yada. Oh, they set cisco up yeah I mean, then they uh, set cisco up like, with changeling yeah which was really cool and the president's Maybe. fucking clueless. Cisco takes the fall and then manages to escape. And then... Do you think they have a changeling prisoner that they haven't told anybody about? Well, where did he get the changeling juice from? Yeah, exactly. Cisco even Maybe that was now. the one that died in the explosion and we didn't find any remains. I was going to say, yeah. I personally think now, now that we're talking about all this stuff, I think that maybe they have a changeling that they use to like, – that's in on the plot. That he was there yeah. intentionally at the meeting and – Wait, you know? I'll be right back. Hold on. 
okay. um, kind of helped to set up this whole conspiracy. And then, oh, can I borrow, can I borrow some of your changeling goo for a minute? Put it in this <laughs> syringe. Sure, you just don't want to watch me. Don't want to watch me. Don't want to leave. Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. Okay, here's your stuff. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's exactly how it happened. Yeah. So it's very interesting that like, cause it seems like this episode is so well done, but I almost feel like with all the stuff that we're bringing up Ronald D Moore, you could have made a whole nother awesome episode. Well, I, I thought this was a pretty good episode. No, it's amazing. I, I, I don't think we, we at this time wanted, we wanted there to be a corrupt admiral. We wanted there to be a conspiracy, but not a corrupt Starfleet. We didn't. Of. Yeah. We didn't want this thing to be the Bush administration. Okay. All right, it makes right. Sense. Like there's there's no space Dick Cheney in this yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean space Halliburton. Yeah, but I mean as like Star Trek episodes go, I mean this one is just this is the best Star Trek episode I've maybe ever seen. Nice hat, Dennis. What's that? I can't hear you. Are you still, still muted, Dennis? Muted. Do you have you lettuce on your head? He's nice. got too real excited for my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> Is that what you did? You, you did that for a side gag? Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Dennis actually is wearing a piece of tinfoil on his head because this is getting two conspiracy theories. I thought like Probably a good idea. I thought your kids were awake or something, but he did all that for a sight gag on yeah. a podcast. Exactly. Hey, you can see it too. Sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How many Patreons do we have now? I think it's like 74. 24. Damn, son. Damn. I can remember when it was, well, I remember when it was none. But We've been hovering at 24 for quite some time. We need that one more. Get that push to get, get one of your friends to sign. If you're listening and you haven't signed up for Patreon, help us make that 25. Yeah, it's very fun. That, that, uh, that uh, quarter century mark. Be the 25th uh, Patreon. Do it! Um, but anywho, you listen to every fucking episode. You sit there with your fucking slack jaw, jerking off, listening to our fucking shit. That's just you, man. Because I'm sitting here working my ass off, not doing voices, and uh, hypnotoads working hard over Ben's shoulder. This was oh. Ben trying to offend anybody left who had not been offended previously. Now he's coming after you exactly. specifically. Got to do it. I mean, if you're gonna slack jaw wanker, if you're gonna offend, <laughs> I love the fucking subscribe. Fucking subscribe. Don't be Do a it. cunt weasel. I love it. <laughs> All right. That's a weird that's term, offensive. but I'm down with it. Most offensive episode. It's great. I love it. Finally, we did it, guys. We did it. All right. Lower retiring <laughs> from podcasting after this episode. We could have saved it for episode 300, but we did it a little early. Yeah. 282, yeah. Wait, are, bro. Oh, it's like God. that Simpsons are we episode. Coming up on the 300? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're still, we've still got a way. I mean, we're 18 out. I mean, we'll yeah, get I'm there. Having chess before we're going to be like finishing up, what is this, third season? Fourth, fourth season? It's middle of third. We're middle third? No, we're in fourth. No, we're middle fourth. We're oh, excuse fourth. me, middle fourth. Excuse yeah, me. Right. Fourth's here. Yeah, yeah by then we'll be, we'll be in the fifth. All right, season. I made a mistake. Jeez, Louise, fucking bite my head off, you cox. Well, no, I just, uh, it's amazing, <laughs> though, that we're that far into it. We're almost done with DS9. Yeah, we're about halfway there. I got to tell you, this, and this is the best Star Trek episode I think I've ever seen. Wow. This is definitely one of my favorites. It's got to be like top five. Mm -hmm. Because it's so just... Especially for a two-parter, neither part is bad. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be the usual thing. The the Mm -hmm. TNG model was 
great first part. It all falls apart in the second. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a completely different tone from one episode to the yeah. next. And that's why I felt yeah. like with this one, we almost kind of had to review both at the same time because it's not like it's split in the middle. It was just, yeah. it was like watching a movie. Okay, well, now that you bring that up, it's like on the TNG two-parters, it seems like there, there would be like, because that tone change is so severe, you would almost think there were like two different production crews, like two different writers that do it. Well, this episode, these two episodes actually did have two different writers, mm-hmm. but it was still, still very, together. The, the tone was very even through the entire thing. Now, was, do you think some of that had to do with the fact that a lot of the Star Trek uh, uh, Next Generation two-part episodes were first and last and first episodes of seasons? Uh, and so they had the summer off in between. That not necessarily though, because there's a lot of them that were just right in the middle of a season. That I don't think they took strong. the summer to like film the second part. Though. Yeah, you I'm know. pretty sure they were they were both filmed back to back, right? You think they were filmed back to back? Were they? I thought you- the TNG two parters. Yeah, you don't think so? Like times arrow and stuff. Like, all right, guys, see you later. You think they filled them all? <laughs> see you after the summer. <laughs> like they're going to keep that cliffhanger secret, uh, and and all the little ears that are listening to to get it in the next issue of Starlight Magazine wouldn't. Uh... No, Ben. No. <laughs> I would feel like if nothing else, continuity just would be a pain in the ass to try yeah. to film it. Six I mean, I, I've often, yeah, I've often when Brent Spiner gets that face tattoo over the summer. Like, God damn it. <laughs> So, wait a minute, so Brent Tattoo became one of them sleepy rappers? Yeah. <laughs> Little Data? <laughs> Little Data. <laughs> Little Data here, y'all. <laughs> Little Data. Yeah. I saw something online. Drinking his drink. There's like over like 250 artists on Spotify with the name Lil. Oh really? Like there's just it's just, there's just been like an outbreak of all these wolves. But yeah, so um, but I mean, I, this is easily top five Star Trek episodes I've ever seen. Yep. So I'm gonna say it's like a nine and a half, ten. Damn. The, the scale only goes to nine, Bob. Oh, my God. It's so God. good. It's so but this one goes to ten. Even Stephanie, <laughs> who hates this show, we watched the first episode. She was like, that was really good. And she hates oh. DS9. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I mean, for her to come out and be like, that was a really good episode. Like, yeah. Well, the true test is, would your mom watch it? Probably not, because she would be agreeing with all the fucking, because my mom's a dumb Trumper. So, she'd be all like, yeah, get him out of here. <laughs> Fuck yeah, get rid of those damn aliens. Gotta lock them up. So she'd be she'd be rooting for Leighton. Yeah. <laughs> make Earth great again and shit. That is the one thing they could have done in this this episode to really make it feel real is it starts going from, you know, keeping the changelings out to we need to make Earth for humans again uh, type of thing. Well that happens later in uh in Enterprise, they have a guy like that. Well, yeah, but that's before this. Yeah. That's 200 years before this almost. But they have um, – no, but they do kind of mention like at one point they're just like, well, if we get rid of Leighton, everybody's going to be super pissed off because people feel really safe and secure at this point. Yeah. yeah. They even kind of bring that up a little bit. So it's like, oh, oh. they really like his Eagle cover band. They're <laughs> – I don't know. Dennis, what do you think about this episode? Yeah, I mean, it's great. I, great. I, give, him a, I give him a nine as well. Or Jenny. nine. 
I'm also going to give it a nine. Ben. Well, I, I want to make Star Trek great again. And uh, the, this episode was very offensive. So I, I was thinking something like a two. Um, <laughs> Didn't like the way it ended? No. <laughs> the bad guys won. I was hoping that Layton would have killed himself. No, I, I was, I, I definitely uh, will we, give this a nine. Uh, this is one of the, the few nines. And this is, again, this is one of the episodes when I always talk about it during the early seasons where it's like, shit, you know, I, I don't want to. I'm trying to, to rate each episode honestly, but then knowing what, what's to follow, you're like, yeah, this was just a good get, episode, but get I don't caught up in, there's nothing wrong with getting caught up in that moment, Ben. Just go mm-hmm. with it, man. It's true. This one's a nine doesn't mean another one you can't enjoy just as much. You know, I'm saying though, but this one being a nine is why I rated some of the previous episodes lower. All right. Because I knew this episode was coming and it's like, yeah, you don't deserve to be a nine when this episode exists right. but then i have previous nines like uh but back in uh, into third season uh into second season with uh, uh, yeah, jim hadar and, and the odyssey mm-hmm. Up mm-hmm. In that whole saga i mean there, there were some really good episodes but this is just a fucking fantastic episode yeah it's great and it's we good to talk see about every- the awesome space battle where Worf was just like fuck it let's just fight them then yeah, I'm, cool. I'm going to take on this Excelsior class starship with with my little. Uh, Those are pretty old by then, though. Yeah, very old. But, but it was souped up. That one was souped up. Yeah, and the design might be old, but it doesn't necessarily mean that ship is old. And to be fair, though, I mean they're flying around in the Defiant. I mean that thing is meant to bust up board cubes and shit. Yeah. So I, mean, I love seeing that thing shoot, man. Yeah. Oh man. Ben's going to jerk off now. Worf was killing yeah. folks. I mean, what? He killed 24 motherfuckers or whatever on the other ship. Like, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. today is a good day to die. Don't poke a Klingon. Yeah. I mean, that's unless you really mean it. I love Worf. Like, God, I'm. the show is great anyway, but the fact that Worf is there just makes it so much better. And Worf was just a rating stunt, wasn't he, to try to get ratings up? Well, to get people to notice it because yeah. you know, everybody was watching Voyager. But... Yeah, pff, that show was shit. Show was well, and, and, and that was the thing, though, is that Voyager... <laughs> Was I gotta getting watch a show. Uh, I don't mean to cut, but I gotta watch a show about a hologram and his hologram family. Get the fuck out of here, man! Like really, one ep- episode, dude. One but episode. still, I mean, that shit stuck with me, man. <laughs> it hurt me, man. Because I'm watching this, I'm going, "What the fuck am I watching? None of this is real." And you know how his his daughter died, right? She was playing Parisi Squares. That dangerous <laughs> ass game. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say she uh, hung herself while masturbating. <laughs> Entirely. That would be dark. And yeah, that'd have been good. <laughs> Jesus, that would have been good. No, we uh, <laughs> there was a, a guy at work that uh, he he was talking about you know Star Trek and he, he'd never seen DS Nine, and this was before I'd uh, gotten sick and I'd mentioned well you, you know it's like hey we do the podcast you should really give DS Nine you know a, a second chance especially you know he's like ah, I watched it when it first came out and I you know didn't get through the first season. You're a dick. And I'm like, dude, go back, watch it again. And then today I was at the office and I'm sitting in my, at my desk and he stops by the door and he's just like, hey, remember when you recommended uh, that Star Trek series for me? I was like, yeah, DS9. He's like, yeah, I'm on season six now. Yeah, I'm convinced that people <laughs> who don't like DS9 didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or need yeah. to watch it again. Because that's the thing. It's a completely different show when you watch it now. Yeah. Then when you when you watched it when you were in your twenties or your it's, teens, it's fucking great. Like we've all grown up a lot, yeah. you know, 
as a society just because of the shit that's happened over the last 25 yeah. years. It's an amazing show. And, I, and like I said, I read an article a few months ago about how like it's the healthiest fa- black father-son relationship probably in the history of television. Mm-hmm. Wait, which one? Uh, grandpa to Ben well, or I mean, Ben to Jake? <laughs> kind of all of them almost. Like you yeah. have these three black men that love each other unconditionally. Yeah. And on television, I mean, that's very rare, you know, for, for black men. You know, that's fucked. That's why Florida Evans was pissed when they killed John on Good Times way back in the day you know she was like nah dude like this is you don't see this on tv so i mean even socially in star trek there really aren't a whole lot of good parent relationships. like troy and her mom they don't really like i mean that's dysfunctional that's the very realistic uh riker and his dad don't get along to be fair that relationship with uh, actually the black family is the only ones that get along because Jordy and his parents were great until they went and killed his mom Yeah, on accident. I think, but yeah, but um, it's just mainly because Troy thinks is her mom is dresses too hot and they end up on the Maury show. My mom dresses too skanky. She's hooking up. She's hanging out with bucket people. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know me. I don't know me. I would love to see Star Trek Maury where Deanna Troy's out there going, my mom just dresses too sexy. And they just start fighting. She, like- just, she starts hitting on Maury. So, Maury, tell me. Yes, I will do that with you, Maury. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me and Connie Chung at the same time? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Data sitting there waiting for his DNA results, and they're like, "You are not the Sweet. father." It's like, Data, why are you sweating? How are you sweating? <laughs> yeah. Data, you're no one's father. <laughs> it, it's literally impossible. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Door. God, that episode. His sucked. hands were moving so fast. Like, we love, I mean, we love TNG, but like, man, they had some stinkers. They, yeah. But I just the thing is though, it's weird because I haven't connected with the cast as much as I have with the TNG cast, mm-hmm. and maybe that's just because familiarity. But like, I still feel like some of it's just so odd. Like, I like Deep Space Nine almost, despite some of the cast members that I just can't stand. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Cisco's, Cisco's hard to like. Mm-hmm. But you have people that you can like. Like you have Quark, you have Odo. I love, I love have, me some Quark. I mean, I, I if I could just, I mean, we talked about Space yeah. Odd Couple. I mean, yeah. where it's just Odo and Quark for a few seasons. I, I love mean. that. I think, but I think that's one of the things that really works about DS Nine, though, is like, do you have to make all the characters not really fit together, like a bunch of pieces from different jigsaw puzzles because that's what they are you know they're all from different backgrounds and organizations and Mm -hmm. everything trying to make this this little experiment called ds9 work and when i say i don't like cisco i mean it's the acting choices made by avery brooks a lot of the times i just find odd like i think the character's fine but it's just like the character like why why would he do this i think it makes it more fun though (laughs) (laughs) i agree I, I'm, like I'm, if it was a Patrick Stewart performance or whatever, it would still be great, obviously, but it wouldn't be as much fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm counting down uh, to uh, th- there's a episode coming up that's just it it is 
going to just blow you guys away. Is it the one? Uh, there's one Avery Brooks episode that I saw where I watched ahead, and he, he's perfect. And it makes me think he was miscast. Mm. Are you talking? Do you know what I'm talking about, Ben? I, not off the top of my head. Did we just watch that one? No, I have to tell. No, that was a the good holodeck. one too. The holodeck <laughs> one was good, but this is a different one where he plays. Uh, he's undercover. Do you know what I'm talking about, Ben? I know what you're talking about, but that's not the one I'm thinking. That's about. the one I'm thinking, and he's perfect. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think like, oh, he would have been better doing that than being this guy. Yeah. If that makes sense. I'm being very vague, and we'll get. Yeah. Back. How far ahead is it? Like, are we going to get there soon? Season five. I think it's season. Okay. I think it's a season five episode. So next, next, next month. Yeah. A couple weeks. Tomorrow. Just watch ahead, man. God, DS9's great. It's just great. Yeah. I highly encourage it. Yes. So, so yeah, if I didn't, if I wasn't clear, I gave this, these two episodes a nine. I think we all did. Like, it's just nines yeah. across the board. If you're watching this yes. episode and you're just going like, I don't get it, then just stop fucking watching and poke your eyeballs out i mean go start i don't know what what are you gonna watch instead go watch voyager you dick don't even no don't even watch star i don't want you watching star trek anymore just just find go watch the expanse or something whatever that shit is but you know as much as we talk about voyager like people who are 10 years younger than us love it that's one of their favorite that's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that's their favorite well, Star sometimes it, it just matters it's what, they what grew you up watch. On. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking millennials ruining Star Trek. God damn it. Jesus. I mean, well, maybe like it's Charlene, good. Maybe we'll have a different opinion of it when we go back and watch it. Charlene loves um, Voyager, and I don't think she's that much different age than we are. Yeah. Like, close to my age. Go in and watch in some of Voyager. Like, there are some characters. Like, I love Chakotay. I think he's awesome. Um, that's kind of it, though, right now. And I like Janeway. I think Janeway's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of no nonsense and I dig her. But like she's uh, the main reason I'm looking forward to the show, yeah. to be honest. Some of the she's cast like the only reason that I watched uh, Orange is the New Black after she, the first couple she of She was amazing. <laughs> yeah. But I mean some of the cast on that show was whack. Like like Parish is Paris Paris is whack. The Chinese kid is whack. Tuvok is whack. Like, there's just all these fucking whack Joes running around. Like, nah, man, you guys are all corny. Like, I don't, it's just not, I don't know. Boy, you're making that face. Ben's, Ben's getting offended over there. Tuvok's corny, son. Yeah, Ben's going to cry. I mean, I'm just saying, Tuvok's corny, son. All right. I do like uh, Puerto Rican Klingon. I think she's cool. Torres is cool. Yeah, Bellana. Yeah. Doc, the doctor's whack. Mm. I mean, it's just, it's just corny. <laughs> Look at Ben's. I'm sorry, Ben. I didn't mean to hurt you feel. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> what? I know. I know that I'm fine. My wife gives me that I'm fine often. <laughs> I know it means you're not fine. Is it in Turkish? And Dennis yeah. is like, I don't fully understand what this means. <laughs> should I put my penis back in my pants? <laughs> I think I should. Yeah. You know what I will. Okay. Sure. Going once, going twice. It's fine. You don't want to go on that watch list. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That shit really happened. Uh, You guys are wonderful. You're wonderful. Great. 
You know who's absolutely wonderful? The fans were still listening. No Toad is wonderful. Nobody got got this far. Anybody who made it this far in the podcast and and isn't like trying to find some way to dox us um, or or send our names to like the alt rights, you know, Nazi headquarters. As I as I believe I told uh, Bob yesterday, I'm sure I'm already on a list somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I check off too many boxes. You really do. (laughs) You really do. Me and Jenny are good, though. Yeah. No, no. I'm already on the Nazi watch list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you guys that story after. Oh, fun. All right. Oh, well, let's get to that, then. I want to hear that. All right. So thank I actually, you. I deleted it from an episode of Mouthy Broadcast where I talked about it because. Oh, really? Oh, I can't I wait to hear. too much. All right. Well, let's, let's, <laughs> let's listen to that. We'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>